Today, it's Edwin's Monday Evening Property Rant. Hello again, it's Martin North from Digital Finance Analytics, where well, I'm this post covering finance and property news. It's another Monday evening and Edwin is with me once again. Edwin, hello. Good to see you yet again. Another week gone by so quick. Another another week that we got taxed on that. <laughs> I don't know where, where, where he went. Uh, and as you, I think you said last week, you said there's more shenanigans going on and more things uh, that, that are being reported and not reported and uh, all, all sorts of um, you know, uh, issues going on and people facing. I mean, the, the the world's getting madder by the crazier by the by the day. So things are going uh, are going really really quickly. Uh, now they want to they want to bring in conscription so that we can go and fight endless wars in in, in <laughs> all over the world, mate. Go figure. Well, it is it is weird. There was um, uh, an ex-army general here in the UK talking about we're now in a pre-war stage rather than a post-war stage, right? And my worry is, Edwin, that um, if that takes gets traction, you know, we're going to talk ourselves into a war, and um, politicians will um, see conflict as a, a way of deflecting from some of the issues they should be focusing on, in my view. So this is a very dangerous time. Um, you know, I mean, I've been on this planet for quite a few years, but uh, it feels like a very, very dangerous situation that we're moving into. And I fear that uh, some of our leaders are actually making bad decisions. Uh, well, uh, on, on top of everything else, I mean, what happened to the good old days, Martin, where yeah, well, at the ancient days, where uh, if if one nation wanted to take over another nation, I mean, the, the, it was the it was the leaders of the nation that got into into you know uh, an all out uh, you know uh, you know win or die situation, right? But now these the the the, the politicians that we have now is they they throw us into the um, you know to be cannon fodder, and and they sit at home uh, you know eating caviar and sipping on wine. I mean, this is this is the crazy times that we're in, and I think things are going to get crazier, like the property market. I mean, and the property market is now ramping up, and so you know, we're going to see a lot of crazy things. Twenty twenty three was the uh, a ramp up of uh, uh, you know uh, uh, underquoting by by many agencies and, and agents, and uh, all the shenanigans that went on with misleading and deceptive conduct by way of uh, you know, marketing uh, campaigns and so forth. Uh, you know. Um, Rent bidding and and everything else that the uh, many states have tried to uh, to stop, but it, it just continues behind closed doors, like, like uh, all the shenanigans in the in the property industry. If you if it's if you bring in a policy or if you bring a regulation or legislation to stop something, uh, the, the 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 REIs uh, find ways and loopholes to to instruct their uh, their members to how to get around it. I mean that's the crazy shit that goes on. I'm like you know, I've seen it for the last twenty eight years, and I don't think we're going to see anything different moving forward, Martin. No, I agree. There's um, a little bit of um, history here, and you know, we know how things go on and how people behave. Um, interestingly, of course, the old petrol prices have started to climb again, and uh, you know, everyone is hoping inflation's being beat. But if uh, those numbers continue to rise, that's yet another factor in the mix. And um, I, I get uh, more and more frustrated when there seems to me to be a, be a disconnect between what some of our leaders are saying, either those in property or those in politics more generally, and reality, right? And that gap, that reality gap, seems to me to be getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I guess that's one of the reasons why we make this show, to try and actually call some of these um, stupidities out. And, you know, give, give you an example of the reality gap, right? Because, uh, of course, you know that there's this uh, planning thing going on in New South Wales where they want to um, create high-growth corridors, right? So, you know, here is the um, story of, um, you know, up, up East Kalara Way, East Linfield and Roseville Chase. They want to have high-growth corridors, um, high-rise Except, <laughs> whilst that may be what New South Wales government wants, actually the local councils have gone completely the other way and saying, no, no, we don't want this. You know, this isn't what we want. And so there's there's a real a real conundrum here in terms of, you know, locals, what they want and what politicians want. It, it, it just goes on and on and on to the point where you get completely conflicting articles uh, side by side. 
Well, th this is the thing. This is where I think uh, M Michael uh, Koziel, uh the editor, I think for the AFR, he, he or the, the Sydney One Hero, one of the two. Uh, you know, he you know, in one article he writes, "This is going to be devastating." North Shore begins its uh, resistance to housing policy, uh, right? And we, we know that 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 that's going on. And and then another uh, article on the third of February, that was in the first, and then on the third of February he writes, "What Sydney? What Sydney really thinks about high density housing?" I mean, it's really a situation where uh, Chris, when when we when we first. Um, we're speaking about this. We said that uh, in in our, our podcast, we said that Chris Mings, uh, when he decided to take on the LGAs, we said that he had a fight on his hands because they will not be they will not be giving up uh, as easily as what he thought uh, or what he thinks that that they would. Uh, and and I said that, and I've tweeted that, and I put it out on uh, on on social media, and we spoke about it, you know, uh, at length. There's you know, many LGAs have gone backwards on the uh, on on the ratios. You know, you're not, you, know, you you can be sitting on uh, you know 800, 900, 1500 square meters of land, and you can't build you can't build dual occupancies anymore. You can't build uh, duplexes. I mean, th this is th this is a pass. Um, the 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 NIMBYs in many of these uh, uh, parts of Sydney are, are, are holding on to you know uh, run and rule the uh, the um, the councils in these LGAs. So it's going to be very, very hard. Um, now, on the other hand, you also look at uh, at, at where the, the politicians, uh, most of the politicians, New South Wales politicians, have got their properties, and it's uh, along these corridors as well. So, you know, what do they, what do they really want? Uh, then you've got the, uh, the the Premier for Queensland uh, calling for development in, in you know, uh, lo and behold, in the part of uh, Queensland where he has land holdings. I mean, this is the shit that goes on. Uh, and it's smoke and mirrors uh, on the one hand. It's, it's uh, they say a lot, um, you know, you, as you call it, there's a lot of announceables. But when when the rubber meets the road, there's nothing to it. There's there's no there's no real substance. And, and in the meantime, we've got uh, ten cities, uh, you know, car cities, caravan cities, and and you know, and, and trailer cities, uh, and, and a lot of the as well. We're going to talk about later on. You've got uh, a, a huge downturn in in available uh, rental properties uh, on market. Uh, for uh, for the Sydney region as well as the Melbourne region, which is which is once again it, it is really startling uh, as to you know uh, as to the the uh, the real uh, issues uh, you and I know stem from the immigration policies that were were really uh, being prepared for in uh, in 2019. But hey, let's not talk about immigration. Let's just talk about how how we can uh, uh, continue to 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 push money into the market, support the, uh, the the various industries, the real estate industry and the construction uh, sector, and like I, like I said, uh, last, you know, last year I said uh, that the the main developers are waiting for the big handouts that the governments will have to you know uh, put their hands in their pockets in order to encourage them to build because right now they're not going to build on the in, on their own money because of the the, the costs. So it's it's po policy gone mad, policy gone wrong. Uh, and, and really, again, I say it. I don't like to say it in a, you know, I, I sort of say it in more in jest, and 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 sometimes I think whether, you know, whether or not it will happen is, you know, we're going to see a revolution before before this shit changes. Well, exactly. There's so many um, moving parts here, and so many things going in the wrong direction. And it's interesting because uh, you know one of the things you highlighted was. Um, um, agents doing silly things, right? So there's a lot of that about as well, right? <laughs> so, uh, you know, suddenly discovering that they've um, foregone about $3 million of commission because they made some silly mistakes. Well, the, this is the thing. A lot of people don't, don't realise, and a lot of agencies and agents don't realise that the, uh, the, the, the agent's commission is not, is not secured. Um, particularly when companies or development companies or builders or or, or even property owners they go into bankruptcy or, or or the properties are taken away from by the banks, right? Uh, your your our commissions uh, we we are not secured creditors. Uh, the the secured creditors um, are the liquidators, uh, yeah, followed by uh, followed by the banks. 
uh, and even the ATO sits as uh, an unsecured creditor in in most of the uh, uh, receiverships and and so forth. So, um, you know, I just got got word this morning that there's an agency that was been fighting in the court uh, for almost three yeah three million dollars worth of commissions that they that they so called earned by sale of properties off the plan, but it's in two across two of the buildings that. Uh, that uh, David Chandler basically condemned. They can't get OC, and 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 the developers are in in a lot of trouble. And so they've withheld. You know, it's about two point seven six million dollars worth of commissions. And you know, it's you know, you're on shaky ground. I mean, so uh, on the one hand, you feel sorry for the guys that, that that have done the work, but on the other on the other hand, I don't feel sorry for them because these are marketing companies predominantly that were getting you know, upwards of eight nine percent commissions for uh, selling off the plan apartments, and you know now they can't they can't complete they they they, they sold they, they can't complete the transaction. Uh, you know there's um, there are a lot of uh, secured creditors there in front of of the agents. And, and you know, and that's a lot of money. That is that that is a lot of money. So, you know, some would say, um, you know, uh, karma, <laughs> for, you know, on the real estate industry. Some of our viewers will say that. Uh, you know, take it as you will. Of, you know, it, it's it, it's it's reality. That, that that's that's how it is. But uh, one of the things that that we're going to see a lot more of, Martin, with regards to shenanigans in in, in my industry is. Uh, no doubt, uh, misleading, deceptive conduct uh, by by agencies, and particularly in the West, when there's really no need for a lot of this. When 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 there's a lot of demand on the ground at the moment, and uh, across Sydney, across many many Sydney markets, uh, you know, uh, the mainstream media and a lot of people are seeing uh, how strong the demand is, regardless of how how high the the the, the rates are and 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 the living uh, pressures that that uh, people are facing. There's a lot of demand, and all because of the obviously the uh, uh, you know economies of scale, supply and demand. And you've you've got low listings on market uh, still in comparison to 2023 uh, week on week or year on year. And we we're we're going to see yeah um, you know, th- this could could rise, but there's no need to. And you know, this is that's why I put up that. That thing, and I tag Chris Means and Rose uh, Jackson uh, on that tweet because you know it, it's something that needs to really put uh, uh, put to bed. The New South Wales government, current government, has to put this to bed and has to empower fair trade in New South Wales to do more about these uh, bad practices. <laughs> yeah, you wonder whether um, Mr. Means has been watching our shows, Edwin. What do you think? <laughs> Look, I, I think they have. Uh, this is a. Uh, this is a conversation I'll be having with uh, one of our contributors, with you know uh, George, George Russo's from ITC. Uh, I mean, he's all over this, and you know he sent me uh, he sent me a message uh, after I posted that tweet. He sent me a message. Uh, John Minns is working with government to to recruit hundreds of people to clean up the real estate industry. State, you know, uh, uh, let, let's yeah, let, let, let's wait and see. Uh, we can only we can only cross our fingers and our toes. And hope things that do change, and and they do start taking the approach that uh, Fair Trading Victoria have taken, and, and have got uh, able bodies on the ground and, and at at the auctions on a Saturday. You know they've got investigators there. But you know what, Martin, uh, a word uh, a word to the wise: don't hold your breath. Cross your fingers, but just don't hold your breath. Well, we've been calling for better regulation of the industry for years and years and years, right? And the the dial might have moved very slightly, but, you know, we, we know that there's so much um, stupidity that goes on. And, you know, it, it you make the point again and again, and I want to reemphasize it, the, these um, entities are driven by, you know, commission outcomes. Those outcomes are not necessarily best outcomes for either vendors or purchasers. So, you know, <clears throat> the structure of the industry is wrong. Uh, look, a hundred percent, and uh, our viewers can go to the podcast where we raise that that uh, specific point. Um, you know, those um, uh, avid followers will know what we what what we mean, and, and the industry is ready. The industry is ready to be disrupted, uh, and, and um, the disruption is coming. Uh, and it's you know, um, so uh, let, let's you know, it's watch this space. 
um, with regards to 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 the shenanigans that go on, all because of the remuneration factor that's really off kilter, uh, you know, uh, and the current situations. I mean, this is a model that hasn't changed for, you know, uh, you know, since since day dot, uh, and, and you know, something that needs to be needs to be looked at, uh, you know, carefully, uh, and and really bought into bought into, um, you know. Bit scrutinized a lot more by the by the government uh but one of the fundamental things that should happen first and foremost is the the, the commission that you're getting on that the agent gets by way of the sale of the property should be disclosed in the contract of sale uh and and that'll that'll alleviate a lot of the shenanigans that go on particularly with you know with off the plan sales hmm. and of course the other point is there that because it's a percentage of the sale price and it's because um, prices have shot through the roof for all sorts of reasons we've been talking about, including you know migration, et cetera, et cetera. You know, the commission structures now are very different from what they were a few years ago. Um, but actually, I also see that um, agents are spending less and less time doing stuff. So actually, you make the point, and it's just worth reiterating, if you're looking on a dollar per hour basis, it's incredibly high. Yeah, like it is. We're currently standing at, on averages at uh, one thousand three hundred and forty-six dollars per hour, uh, and that's that, that's on average across Sydney. Uh, so that that's uh, with an average uh, an average uh, yeah, property value of about one point four you know, six million dollars across your know, apartments and and houses. So you know the, the, when you start talking even if you start talking one percent that some agents are taking or you know on, on your three four five million dollar property sales that's uh you know forty fifty sixty thousand dollars uh by way of commission and and you've got to ask yourself the question what did what does the agent do for it uh how, how much time do they spend and what I've seen of late um and and I see it over and over again in uh you know in many, uh, across the the, the 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 decades and you have many cycles is you know, people, agents boasting how they sold the property uh, within a week. If there was so much more demand, why didn't you hold on uh, a, a little bit longer and uh, you know, drag the campaign even another uh, another another week or so? Uh, you know, uh, because the demand is so high. But yet they boast on they they actually have the gall to boast that they sold the property within days or within a week of of, of coming on the market. I mean. Uh, if I was the vendor, I'd be I'd be spitting chips. But then again, it's the vendor that accepted the prize, right? Yeah, they but signed the contract. No, spot on. But as you said, that's why that's why the industry is so ripe for uh, disruption. So we'll see. Now let's move on and talk a little bit about um, WeChat chats. Of course, it's the um, it's the new year in China. So um, you know, what are your thoughts there, Edwin? Well, look, it's the it's the lunar new year. Uh, in or the spring festival, uh, so we, we're going into we're moving into the uh, the year of the of the wooden dragon, so it's very auspicious for uh, you know uh, a year for uh, uh, particularly for my sign <laughs> my star sign according to the to the uh, to the um, you know, uh, the, the calendar. So it's uh, but it's uh, there's not much going on in China. Nothing will really happen. Not, not a lot will happen over in mainland China with the WeChat charters because it's it, they don't only just celebrate one day. They've already started celebrating, um, and and the will for the next uh, for the next two three weeks. Uh, you know, across the, you know, if we're going to talk about the only thing that's of of substance that uh, perhaps you know our followers may want to know a little bit more of is really the um, the. Yeah, with regards to 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 Evergreen, but you know, without without um, uh, belaboring that, also is that the, there are two points that uh, I think is interesting, and and our followers need to need to know uh, with regards to the the, the G's policy before the collapse of Evergreen. Uh, they could read that whole uh, uh, tweet that I put out on Twitter, uh, but the main point is that uh, be, before you know. Since December 2016, G's policy was properties are for living, for living in, and not for speculative flipping. Now that we've got these issues with Evergreen and other uh, other development companies there in China, all of a sudden, guess what? There is a new policy, Martin. <laughs> yeah, uh, tricky dicky's at it again. You know, G says, um, yeah, the the new policy 
uh, after all this is uh, a prosperous real property market is crucial to the economic and financial vitality of the country. So, you know, apart from everything else that I put up on that tweet, how the uh, other development companies that are, uh, you know, that are, you know, uh, you, you could say that are uh, controlled, ultimately controlled by CCP members, you know, how they've stripped every grand of its uh, you know, portfolio and, and, and really, you know, bought stuff for cents in the dollar. Apart from that, and you know, there's there's now this new push for for the locals there in China to to invest because you got to understand the uh, the the mentality or the 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 dynamics there in China. There's there's very little by way of people can invest in there. You can invest in local the local share market, or you can invest in uh, in the property market. You've really got no choice, and, and people want to make yeah you know, want to uh, you know. Get growth on the money, on the on the savings, and and really they're, they're your two your options. It's basically what what the government wants you to invest in, and the government now wants you to invest back into back into property. So no matter how many evergreens we get, uh, there's going to be you know, the, the 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 CCP you know, will have rescue packages uh, ready and available for 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 them if they should they fall or you know, rise for the rises and the in the future falls. Um, uh, as we've been saying, a lot of people, a lot of people, uh, tend to think that the the money that's influencing our market here, uh, the overseas money from the Asian markets, uh, from the Asian uh, communities that is influencing our markets here in Sydney, uh, is coming from mainly China. And I say now the majority of the money is coming from uh, outside of China. That you know, people that have taken the money out from uh, from mainland China years ago and they've had it in other countries. So yeah, that's that's what's happening there. Uh, with regards to the local chatterers, I think the local chatterers is is what a little bit more scarier and daunting for the for the local property buyers because they're not going to take a they're not going to take a break over the uh, the, the lunar new year. Uh, they they they're poised because they are ready, willing, and able to uh, to buy investment properties, continue to buy the second, third, fourth, and fifth property whatever the case may be, because there is a huge drive because they don't want to, based on the current reports that we've been getting from the mainstream media, that they also read and they also gets translated onto Tencent and all the other platforms that they have. Um, you know, the, the, yeah, particularly around the the aspect of rates uh, potentially um, yeah, going lower uh, early in the year, uh, what economists, uh, the, the mainstream economists are saying with regards to uh, uh, you know, local appetite for property uh, and, 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 and greater borrowing capacity for the locals. But they're not fearful of the local uh, buying power. They're more fearful of uh, their counterparts, the overseas WeChat chatterers and the silent tigers that are bringing in a hell of a lot of money uh, into the Sydney market. So unfortunately... Um, the bearer continue. The, the bearer bad news is that uh, the the WeChat chatters are, are are very you know uh, much on the prowl, uh, and, and then we're going to take a break over the over the next three weeks. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know the, we still have the lack of supply. We still have a lot of people being squeezed out of the the rental market because they can't afford the rents, and of course homelessness is continuing to rise as well. And uh, you know the news.com article um, here is actually worth just um, dwelling on, right? You know, a makeshift camp has moved into an affluent Sydney suburb, and many are warning this is the start of the homelessness tsunami. Um, you know, I'm getting more and more reports from all over the place of uh, people um, living in cars, living in tents, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but because of the lack of supply and everything else. Um, we've got so many people chasing the properties that are on the market. And uh, Edwin, you've said already that um, you know listings are down and we'll talk about it in a, in a second. So this is um this is a massive policy failure. And the consequences, of course, are being felt by real people. And I sometimes wonder whether the politicians have any idea at all what it's actually like to be on the property front line from the point of view of trying to find somewhere to live unable to find somewhere to live or indeed competing with um you know cashed up people from overseas who um are, are also in the market it's a disaster 
Look, it is, Martin. This is where where, where our followers, were, and we've been uh, explaining to our followers uh, that uh, watch the Monday rains, uh, is that the, the, yeah, the, we've really got to be careful with with yeah, your your other indexes that that that, that, that jump out across social media, making out like there's you know there's not a lot happening out there in the market, and the market is is cooling. Um, we don't see it. Yes, we do use domain. It is one uh, we've used domain as our uh, as our portal or as our indicator uh, to have a steady report uh, on a week by week basis, so it can be consistent. And also because I use domain uh, for these reports because domain has a consistent uh, Sydney region that doesn't stretch all the way to your old neck, neck of the woods down to Wollongong, as some some would consider that to be Sydney, and also all the way up to Woi Uh, you know, uh, they consider that to be part of uh, part of the Sydney region as well, or even uh, all the way up to Lithgow. I mean, that's just stretching it too far, and they're totally di- distinct markets that are at play. So when I when we talk about the Sydney market, we fundamentally talk about the yeah, the the, the 634 suburbs in Sydney, or uh, the 36 LGAs in Sydney, not not all the way, as I said, to to all these outer regions. So, uh, from from our perspective, from what we see uh, in the it, yeah, it's a it, it's it's a very uh, strong market because of the low listing numbers. You, you're bringing in uh, bringing in you know, hundreds of thousands of new migrants. Uh, and, and and there's not enough accommodation, uh, or because of your because of your yeah different scenarios that are at play. You've got your your um, yeah uh, B and B scenarios, uh, Airbnb scenarios. You've got homes that are left vacant uh, scenarios, and, and you've got all these uh, think behind the scenes that that politicians, as you say, don't really. That they haven't grasped or don't want to grasp, and I, I'd say more. It, it leans more towards that they don't want to grasp. It's if I close my eyes, I won't. Uh, yeah, I, I won't see it. And the reason why they don't want to see the problems and they don't want to see the issues, in my opinion, and uh, and in, in, in Dusty's uh, opinion, is because guess what, Martin, the the um, the political arena, whether it be the left, right, and or otherwise. Is 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 an industry in itself, and that 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 body of uh, of people uh, probably have more uh, investment properties than any other uh, other body or organisation in Australia. I mean, I, I want to believe that they've even got more property under their belts than the real estate industry, uh, you know, uh, combined with the construction industry. I'm convinced of that, and hence the reason why they want to turn a blind eye. They don't want to see it, and they don't want to. They don't want to hear it. Uh, and, and this is the issue. So this is where where society is really broken, where we can't even look after the people that are that, that are uh, in need. And when you see these sort of things happening, the only upside that I'm hearing on the streets uh, from you know, from people that uh, you know, that own uh, franchise groups with gyms is that they've they've had an uptick in. Uh, in memberships, not because they're, they're getting more people in to train, but because they're getting uh, more people in to use the the, the shower and amenities. Uh, so because you, you can imagine, as you say, Martin, from your surveys, you've got a lot more people that are sleeping in cars. And if you're sleeping in a car, you've got two choices uh, to go and take a shower before you go to work or, you know, and, and that is either go to a, a, a local pub, a local club or a, uh, or, or a gym. So there's been a huge uptake in uh, in memberships because uh, it's you know, costing people twenty one dollars a week to, uh, to 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 get a free shower. Absolutely, and uh, certainly the latest surveys, and I've just released the January data. I made a show about it yesterday. Um, is showing again higher levels of um, cash flow stress, whether you're in mortgage land or whether you're actually in rental land. And um, I fear that, uh, that it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, the rental sector, of course, is bust, as we've said several times. You know, it's impossible to to find anywhere that's um, sensible, sensibly priced in the in the major areas. Um, some people are looking further out, and uh, that means you've got uh, higher transport costs. And uh, some people are ending up renting properties that, frankly, are probably should be condemned rather than let. But uh, you know, that's another big story. We talked about mould before. We talked about asbestos before. You know, people people are forced to make bad, bad decisions 
But um, anyway, according to Stephen Miles, um, everything in the garden is now wonderful in the rental sector. <laughs> yeah, look, and, and this is the crazy thing, so because it's wonderful because uh, now the, the the Queensland Premier is going to dish out is going to dish out um, uh, assistance for uh, you know uh, for for bonds. So uh, I'd like to know what percent they're going to make this loan. Is it a loan? Is it a gift? Uh, is it what, what is it? Uh, all I know is that it's been going to be paid for by the taxpayer. Look, it's it's what they propose to do in Queensland is really not a. On the one hand, I'd say it's not a bad thing, right? When it comes to uh, rent bidding and 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 a lot of the changes that they're, that they're wanting to bring into to control uh, and and really uh, rid the. Uh, uh, the, the rental sector of the shenanigans that goes on there because it's uh, it's every man for his you know, every man for himself up there. Uh, it, it's crazy. It's uh, you know it, it's even the, the Queensland rental market is crazier than the wild frontier of the of the western suburbs of Sydney. One could say uh, because of the, you know, the high demand and it's scary shit up there. Uh, it even scares me. So the. Yeah, you know, on the one hand, you'd say, "Yeah, that's great to do that," but to 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 start dishing out, um, uh, you know, loans uh, for for bonds, you know, you know, what's wrong with this picture? Uh, and, and could they have used a better uh, counterpart to to the premier on that photo? Uh, and and I'm going to be a little bit cynical and a little bit critical now. You've got a young lady. That's uh, somewhat you know, well presented, and, and I think she's got a ring in every finger, and she doesn't look like she's in much of distress with all the ornaments and all the uh, all, all the jewelry on her. Well, I don't uh, think you know, I don't think that's the person that he helped. I think that's another politician. <laughs> Is it right? Okay, so I thought that was <laughs> he was speaking with the other with the person that he's helping, right? So look, it, it's just one of these. What, so what, so it was it was Megan Scanlon MP. Right, that he's talking. To. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm glad you cleared that up because well, I was looking at that. I, I could be wrong. It's 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 all a bit vague. Okay, but it looks to me to be a rather posed picture. Um, so I'm a bit sceptical. Maybe I shouldn't be, but I'm just a little bit sceptical. Uh, well, look, yeah, look, uh, if you did, I, I, I hope that uh, you're. You're, you're right. Uh, I don't uh, know. I mean, I mean uh, you know, it could be that uh, Megan Scanlon took the took the picture. I don't know. <laughs> it's unclear. Look, yeah, from from a from a property management perspective, right? Say you're coming into to 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 apply for uh, uh, for a rental property. Well, when you start disclosing that you're getting uh, assistance uh, of your of your um, for your bond uh, from the government because you will be given some sort of a docket, some sort of some because the the ownership of that money is not the person applying. It's you know it, the ownership of that it, it, yeah would belong to the to the um, uh, to the government. So the the property manager will will receive some sort of some sort of IOU, uh, call it an IOU, call it a you know some sort of voucher, call it whatever you want to call it. Uh, and it's not going to put the the individual in good stead with the property manager. Uh, so, do you see what I'm saying, Martin? It's really not. It's helping, but not really helping. Yeah. In the practical it's another. Sense. It's another example, Edwin, of a finger in the dike solution, right? So, you know, it's it's not fundamentally dealing with the broader issue. It's an you know, it's like first home owner grants. All it does is actually. Um, give uh, a little bit of um, headroom for a few people, but actually lift prices more and makes it more difficult elsewhere. If you start giving bonds out to people so that they can actually go rent, that's going to put more upward pressure on the rental costs, isn't it? By definition, and the taxpayer is up again. And um, you know, somebody asked me the other day um, on, on Twitter how much is actually being spent by federal and state governments to support the property market, and the answer is it's a massive massive number if you take negative gearing and rent assistance and um uh, you know some of the other stuff that's out there um and 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 so what we have here is a is a market that is actually artificially being propped up by all of these various things that are going on 
But the bottom line is it's not solving the fundamental issue. It's just trying to sort of uh, make some political points, um, you know, win some brownie points, and um, frankly, quite often takes the market in the wrong direction. Yeah, and, and, and look, uh, as, I keep, uh, as I've said for many years, and, and when different issues have been raised uh, uh, over the years, we've, we're dealing with... Um, you know, uh, uh, pet bonds and, and, and you know, rentals with pets and changes to that regulation, uh, you know, uh, pets in strata complexes and, 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 and many other things. It's these, uh, these knee-jerk reactions by governments that they don't realise that the industry itself, so from an industry perspective, uh, the, you're not really, uh, you know, you, you're not really assisting the, um, the, yeah, the, the the potential tenant to you know uh, you're not going to give first preference to 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 the tenant that comes in with with, with any sort of uh, you know that, that sort of assistance. Let, let me say, having said that, uh, and I know the industry might. I know how uh, on face value they you know uh, they, they 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 accept the changes, but uh, behind the scenes, they, they find uh, ten ways to to circumvent the, uh, and find the loopholes in the new legislation, as I said earlier on. Um, but let, let me say this: when I was running the property management team for eighteen years, uh, the, the the best tenants, the best tenants that I could say across the board that we had were tenants with pets. Right, and I'm talking about pets. You know, uh, I'm talking about even dogs in in strata complexes. That were the yeah, the, the one of the best tenants, and also, uh, you know, uh, single parents, predominantly were single mums that had uh, rental assistance, uh, you know, government rental assistance, and, and we accommodated them in um, you know in, in a lot of the inner west regions uh, where we had uh, where we had a number of uh, uh, rentals on our books. Uh, and you know they took they took care of of the situation. So from, but the unfortunate thing, Martin, I'm not blowing my trumpet here. But the thing is, is not you know ninety nine point nine percent of property managers don't view uh, you know these sort of situations as favourable tenants or tenancies that they would want to take on because one they are dealing with. Uh, you know, snotty nosed people that have left uh, high school and have gone into property management. That's the truth, Martin. That's the truth. You've got, and why? Why do we have that? We have that because licensees in charge want to cut down on costs and on overheads. And one of the biggest costs and overheads that are that that a uh, real estate agency has is the property management team, the wages. So that's why we've you know. The, the industry has lost a lot of great property managers uh, because uh, of, of the fault of um, uh, owners of offices that are that have won cut costs and not paid uh, for good property management teams, and, and they've opted to to pay for for people, you know, you know, just on the on the award, which is uh, you know, chalk and cheese when it comes to dealing with, uh, you know, with with a lot of people's. Uh, uh, you know, uh, assets in dealing with people's uh, with people in general. Uh, they just don't have the skill. Spot on. Yeah, and uh, you know the industry is, um, um, I think, in deep trouble at the moment. And uh, by the way, the uh, low volume of transactions is also still putting more pressure on, uh, on on many people, as I as I hear from the industry. So there's a bit of desperation out there as well. So, um, but you know, the good news is, um, Edwin, according to the AFR, um, home prices are going to rise. Ten percent on lower taxes and uh, uh, interest rates. Well, they're suggesting that maybe by the time we get to November, prices might start to rise. I mean, this is um, you know an, another example of um, uh, blowing smoke, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Look. Uh, I, I look. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know. It just seems to be pick on Sweeney year uh, this year, twenty twenty four. I don't really want to pick on her. But then she comes up with things. Look, I, when I when I read the headline, right? When I read the headline, I said, "Yeah, I, I, I'd I'd go with I'd go with that." Uh, but I've mistakenly read the headline or had in my mind what one of my predictions is that uh, I, I will see we will see property prices across Sydney, uh, in many parts of Sydney, many regions of Sydney, or many markets of Sydney go up uh, anywhere between five and ten percent. In some, we will see possibly fifteen to twenty percent uh, price rises. 
in 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 parts of in parts of Sydney. So I was going with that until I started reading the first uh, paragraph, which she calls that there could be a jump of ten percent nationwide. Now, you you and I have discussed this at length. I mean, markets are just acting and reacting totally. Totally different, and and this is where Sweeney lost me, right? But uh, but look, I, I read the article. I did read the article, and and and, and yeah, there is a point to be to be made. I think uh, the uh, you know uh, Carlos Carlos Cacho was uh, um, you know in in the, the English translation to Cacho is Horn Carlos Horn. Uh, yeah, makes a point. Uh, but uh, I think he's yeah he's stuck on he, he's stuck on um, in first gear uh, yeah uh, when he's talking about the the um, yeah potential uh, RBA uh, drops in the in interest rates uh, you know, higher uh, borrowing capacity um, you know, when there's a lot of headwinds uh, coming against the, the the local buyers I tell you what will. What what is going to spur the market in a lot of uh, areas of Sydney market, uh, Martin is and watch this space is the is, is once again the silent tigers. I said before the silent tigers in the majority, but a lot of the migrants that have been coming in have come in with uh, the, the not your typical migrants that were coming in pre twenty twenty. These new migrants that have been uh, coming in. A lot of them are coming cashed up, have come into to high paying jobs, and as I said last year, I said watch this space because when these migrants land, they don't necessarily go out and buy a property. They will they will you know, be, uh, be accommodated by friends, relatives, uh, or in their own uh, properties, uh, and they'll they'll play a low key at first because they're watching uh, and waiting for. You know, to get uh, longevity of tenure with uh, with banks and longevity of tenure with uh, with uh, uh, under the work contract, so that they they can get their loans, and, and they are due for those loans. And the and, and the chatter amongst the silent tigers, uh, predominantly, is well, they're ready to go. They are ready, willing, and able. And, and we will see a lot more uh, competition. Uh, in, in a lot of the western suburbs, northwest region, and even the your southwest region of, of Sydney, uh, you know, as far as you know, northwest region, as far as your, you know, even Epping, where the silent tigers are coming out in force. Why? Because now they've they've got that history uh, of six months, twelve months um, tenure with 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 a job, so then they, they can apply for loans. And these people have come in with not your typical five ten percent deposits that your local buyers have got. They've come in with 40 percent, uh, you know, ready to go in the bank plus uh, stamp duty. So this is what's going to drive a lot of these markets uh, if the numbers continue, and which I, I I'm, I'm of the opinion they will continue to be to be low and. Uh, possibly lower than what we saw in 2023. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, all the signs are that um, the numbers will 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 pretty much uh, stay stagnant through the year so far. And uh, on that, um, if we look at the numbers for um, for Sydney, this is uh, properties for sale. On the 29th, we had uh, 14,957. And if we jump forward to the uh, 5th of February, 15,000. 682 so a, a small rise but it is worth comparing this year and last year and you know you can see that the trends are well <laughs> not going very well really no they're not and, and in reality they these are again these are the from the sydney region based on the your your domain uh region uh reports and they um and, and they're tracking almost on par uh, yeah, there's only there's only a, um, uh, yeah there are only a big difference between your 2020 2024 numbers and your 2022 numbers, Martin. It's really yeah, it's really minimal what you yeah what what the, the difference. So it's it's scary uh, moving forward. We've only got another uh, potentially another four to six weeks. Of uh, of warm weather before we start going into your into into where there's even you know more of a re retreating listings, which is winter, 
And if it ends up being a cold and wet winter, I mean, it's been a wet uh, summer so far, but if it ends up being a cold and wet winter, this clam is only going to get clammier and, and harder to pry open and, pe and and more, again, as I keep on saying over and over again, uh, a, a lot of what's happening abroad is, in my opinion, is influencing what uh, the local uh, you know, potential sellers uh, are thinking. They're just waiting, and not, not only because of the uncertainty, but the other the other things that you've mentioned as well, the, the low stock of you know, uh, rental listings, uh, and 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 the, now we've got issues with with supply chain issues, and a third of almost a third of your ghost migrant Chinese workforce have gone back to China because over the last three four years they've made a shitload of money earning anywhere between four hundred and fifty to six hundred and fifty dollars per day cash in hand. Uh, they made enough money that they and the homesick, and they they've gone back, and it's getting harder and harder for your local Chinese companies uh, to find uh, little brothers and little sisters uh, to take on jobs. So there's a lot of delays in 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 uh, renovation works. There's a lot of the delays in construction. Uh, there, there are a lot of issues with construction. So none of these things are really favouring. Uh, you know the, the the listings on market from becoming stronger, so that uh, we can we can quench uh, the, the you know these the, the, this the, this demand that's uh, that's out there on um, a grassroots level. Yeah, it is interesting, Edwin. And in fact, I've been doing some analysis uh, of um, the down trading sector. So these are people who already have property, but what they're looking to do is to move into a smaller property, release equity and you know, as they perhaps move into retirement and those sorts of things. And it's interesting because the total number of people who aspire to be down traders is rising considerably. It's actually probably one of the biggest sectors of the market. But the number of people who actually successfully transacted last year compared with the previous year was a lot lower. And uh, the reason for that is there isn't a supply of appropriate properties for the people who aspire to down trade to move to. So it's the same problem again. Lack of supply is actually freezing other sections of the market too. So they're sitting in properties which are probably bigger than they need. And, um, you know, people are thinking, well, you know, I really want to find a way to get out. So, so looking ahead, one of the questions in my surveys is, when do you expect to transact? So a lot of people are saying, well, we're not going to do anything this year. What we'll do is we'll hang on. We'll see what happens. Maybe next year, maybe the year after. Um, you know, on the principle that things perhaps will ease up a little bit. So, so this lack of supply of property is another fundamental reason why it is that the whole property market is gummed up. Yeah, and the, again, this is something that we've been talking about, and the, the real issues that are facing the uh, the yeah, uh, potential sellers, uh, because the cost of transaction is also very high. So they may be selling the property. That then let's let, yeah. I'll give you an example. They may be selling the property in uh, in your two million dollar range, uh, right? Uh, and so then you've got there. That's that's somewhat weathered. It's uh, it was built in the in the seventies, early eighties. Uh, it, it's it's becoming harder and harder to maintain. It needs a new you know a new bathroom. It needs a new kitchen. Uh, the, the 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 gutters are falling down, but you're still going to get two million dollars because of the of the hot demand. Now you you're going from that into a you're going from that as a downsizer into uh, and, and let's call it it's a it's a two level home. Then you're going from that into uh, trying to look in the area for a for a villa uh, because yeah you know, townhouses are out of the question. You know, uh, and and guess what, Martin, villas are. Uh, uh, are pushing your 1.5, 1.6 million, the ones that are that are done up nicely, that have got new kitchens, that have got new bathrooms. You got your ensuite. Uh, it's only a small, let's say, it's only a small complex. But on top of that, you've got a five percent stamp duty, uh, you know, fee that you've got to pay, and notwithstanding the fact that you've also uh, had to pay the selling agent a thirty thousand dollar commission. Uh, or, or yeah, to sell to 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 sell your home uh, without without the, the 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 renovation work. So what do you do? So damned if you do, damned if you don't, so to speak. You you're, you're stuck in a 
you know, you're more stuck in a quagmire, hence the reason why I've been saying for a while. That is one of the reasons why we are not seeing a lot of these properties on the market from your downsizers and your empty nesters uh, for that very reason, for the cost the, the cost to transact. And until you've got a lot more properties for, for lease, you don't have that 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 uh, luxury of saying, oh, shit, if I don't sell, uh, you know, and if, so if I sell and I can't buy straight away, I'll, I'll just take on a take on a local rental because a lot of these people don't really want to move uh, from 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 the area that they've spent you know, 30, 40, 50 uh, years of their life, Martin. Uh, and you know, even the retirees, you're asking them to what retire uh, in you know in Emu Plains or or Blacktown or or, or Marsden Park when they. You know, when they grew up around Hunters Hill and Dremoyne? I don't think so. And this is what a lot of people don't, don't understand. And then you've got a, a and you, you've got a, an, an updrift of the values of, of the properties that would otherwise, you, you would think that wouldn't be sold for that much, such as your townhouses, your villas, your, your smaller properties. Uh, why? Because the 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 downsizers are, are, are you know are going hell for leather trying to get them, so they can downsize and stay in the suburb. So this is this is a huge problem that a lot of people and a lot of uh, property pundits and property uh, commentators don't understand, and, and even those little websites uh, that are based in Queensland that that uh, that have funny uh, funny names and report on uh, on. Uh, Price asking prices going down by nine thousand dollars across Sydney. <laughs> Mentioning no names, let's look at the uh, <laughs> let's look at the Melbourne um, uh, listings as well. So um, on the 29th, we had twenty four thousand seven hundred and seventy six in the uh, Melbourne region, and if we skip forward to the fifth of the second, twenty five thousand six hundred and sixty eight. So once again, it's um, you know a very very small rise and. Um, uh, interestingly, again, we're seeing um, more houses than apartments in, in Melbourne. So uh, the Melbourne and Sydney markets, Edwin, are not behaving similarly, actually, at the moment, are they? No, they're not. Uh, and over the last two weeks, if you notice that the amount of properties on the market uh, that have come on uh, Melbourne in comparison to Sydney has been double, yep. double the amount of properties coming on the market, which is, I mean, it's it's really get out of Melbourne. It's uh, that, that's what that tells me. It's uh, uh, there's a lot of people wanting to get out of Melbourne. The 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 land envelopes or uh, you know home and land packages, one might one could say, are, are really uh, starting to climb as well. We're up to you know uh, we've we're almost at four thousand. Uh, they're climbing steadily because it's it's harder to build in Melbourne than it is to build in uh, in in Sydney. It's yeah, and as you said, the, a lot of and, and houses, they've got double the amount of houses on market. But again, we, we've spoken about uh, what my theories are on that. Catherine Cashmore can perhaps uh, give us more insight on that because that's a that's a neck of the woods. Uh, but I'm just going to speculate. It's yeah because there was a lot of investors from uh, from uh, predominantly from Sydney that uh, parked a lot of money in in the, in, in the Melbourne regions. Uh, or the outer suburbs of Melbourne in your home land packages uh, where they were getting a good steady income. And now now the shit's hit the pan and, and the WeChat charters were the were the first to call, let's get out of let's get out of Melbourne and 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 they keep on rising because as far as they're concerned, to date, uh investing in Melbourne is a dud is just as bad as uh buying a uh, buying a Chinese takeaway or or a milk bar uh you know in um you know in, in Hunters Hill. So it's it's just one of those things that they want to get they want to get out. So it's just one of those things, Martin. They're, they're just bad investments, and yeah, they're putting the money elsewhere. Mm. Brisbane, on the other hand, is is not climbing. Not it's it's really on a slow pace. And but then again, I know a lot of your followers and some of my followers. Yeah, that the the M is yeah they're saying the. The the, uh, the bidding wars there are are, are you know, and the open house inspections people turning up for a lot for because of, again because of the very very low numbers on market you've only got one thousand seven hundred and seven homes uh, currently on market in the Brisbane region which is which is bugger all which is nothing. No, absolutely, and uh, interestingly, um, in my surveys, I'm seeing a number of investors 
quitting Melbourne and looking to buy properties either in the Western Australian areas or up in Queensland, because that's where they believe the um, you know the momentum is, is is strongest at the moment and where the demand for rental and by the way rental yields are much much higher in Queensland generally and Western Australia generally compared to Melbourne where they're actually um, you know a lot of people are underwater so it, it is an interesting dynamic and I think we're going to see but clearly there is a completely different mentality in and around you know the Brisbane locale compared with Melbourne compared with Sydney and like we keep saying Edwin. You need to understand these markets are not part of one homogeneous market. This is actually um, you know, a very different and dis- discrete market, which is, you know, well, I know we keep saying it, but it's universally true. Let's just talk about auctions. So, um, you know, I suppose the pace of auctions, as you'd expect, has, um, has picked up a little bit. Yeah, look, they have picked up seasonally and, and also uh, there's a little bit more uh, on uh, – on numbers on on in comparison to this time last year, uh, and and again it's because uh, people wanting to uh, sellers are wanting to to capture as much of the uh, the perceived um, you know uh, dis- disruption or or that they would have uh, through the, the the lunar new year, and, and they don't want to lose those um, those prime buyers, you know, which are your, your which are chatterers. Um, so, look, but then again, uh, I, I, like we say, uh, the mainstream and a lot of people make a big song and dance about your your auction clearance rates. Uh, to me, it continues to show the that um, yeah, there's not a lot of transactions when you think about it. Yes, they're getting uh, you know very uh, strong prices in a lot of areas. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of auctions are being sold prior to, uh, particularly in your North Shore area. Uh, they're being sold prior in your, in, in your northwestern region prior to to the day of auction. Uh, people are uh, are offering uh, crazy money for uh, uh, for for properties uh, that we have noted on in, in our in our conversations with agents in our searches uh, on properties for for clients as well. Uh, so it's it's rather you know rather, rather interesting. So in terms of uh, properties on the day, you'd find that. Um, yeah, most most are going to get continue to get sold. Uh, they're not sold, um, but there's a lot uh, going prior to the to the day of auction. So people are throwing silly money at the uh, at the market in uh, in a lot of parts of Sydney. And one of the outstanding markets that are that that, that we've seen is your 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 Guildford's and in those areas. One because of the again the entry point and and the, the, there's hot demand for. Yeah, for for the your, your Guildford, your Guildford uh, uh, region and um, Regents Park, Sefton, those areas there, uh, it's a pretty much a you know you can get some older uh, weatherboard homes uh, at a good entry level point. I'm not trying to spruik the market. I don't, I'm not trying to sell a property in that in, in that area. That's again, that's just from our searches for uh, for our clients and what we've seen. Mm. And one of the things I noticed in some of those areas is that the um the local schools are actually um, judged to be relatively high quality, and that's one of the reasons why those areas are actually um, uh, quite often um, being chased down. Yeah, and and also the you got your demographics as well, Martin. Mm. Uh, schools, uh, and, and you've got um, you know, um, you know, in terms of your your, your religious beliefs, very, very strong. Uh, in those areas, uh, you know, the caters for uh, in the, the schools that are there cater for for that that religious belief, and uh, fundamentally, yeah, they're, they're they're really good schools, yep. uh, very yeah, and that's where the people want to send the kids to, you know, to highly disciplined, motivated, and um, and focusing on uh, on on education and making a a a, a, a road into in, into university and and in in the future professions. So is it any wonder why they want to gravitate towards? And as I said, it's at an entry point, it's still relatively, uh, you know, uh, affordable to to many first time buyers as well. Spot on. Well, let's just quickly look at the rentals. So in Sydney, uh, on the 29th, we had nine thousand six hundred and eighty one. Skip forward to the fifth, nine thousand one hundred and 
59. So again, uh, further falls, which is unfortunately what we would expect to see because we know that the supply is very, very tight. And I suppose if we look in the um, in the story of Melbourne rentals, it's a pretty of a similar story. So um, a few weeks ago, it was 9964 and, um, you know, dropped again. So we are seeing this continued pressure on the rental sector. And uh, we've explained, I think, a little bit, Edwin, why it is that, um, you know, rentals are under, under huge demand, um, <laughs> not least because ex-investors are selling. Yeah, uh, and, and and that's your the, the main the main gist of what's happening in 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 Melbourne, uh, and the other investors don't want to. They, they it's too hard. It's just uh, too hard. The returns aren't there, and uh, and, and yeah, as we said, the, the as far as many investors, particularly the WeChat chatters, they they call in Melbourne a dud investment. Uh, so with regards to Sydney. Uh, a lot of it, as as I said last year, uh, you know, early last year, and, and I was trying to uh, emphasise, you know, you know, even towards the middle of last year, and this is where we started hearing and seeing uh, how the uh, a lot of these properties that have been turned into budget accommodation, they don't go back into your rental, your your your, your normal rental arena. They go back, they go into your cash, uh, you know, uh, cash uh, side of things. Uh, because they've got to be monitored, and people pay pay by way of cash, uh, and they're privately, uh, you know, privately managed. And that, as much as it provides accommodation to people that otherwise wouldn't have accommodation, albeit cramped up in one bedroom, um, you know, of, of the, the 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 newer bedroom additions to a three bedroom house that all of a sudden ends up being a seven bedroom house, uh, but at least they're under under some sort of shelter uh, and have got some sort of uh, amenities. The problem with that is overcrowding and your 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 hazards that we're going to hear a lot more of uh, in, 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 in months to come uh, because of uh, you know, badly managed properties and and, and and landlords not, you know, I've seen some I've seen some absolute uh, absolute abortions out there that are that, that are that, you know uh, uh, people are trying to convince me that they are granny flats or 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 studios or or, or rooms to to you know to be to 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 be let. I mean, it's it, I've seen some horrible uh, you know horrible um, uh, things up there. And there's there's a there's a fellow from Melbourne that uh, that posts some of the things that's going on in Melbourne and some, with some of the rentals, but. Uh, Melbourne have got nothing on what I've seen here in uh, here in Sydney. No, unfortunately, that is the truth, um, Edwin. <clears throat> well, as we come to the end of the show, um, your tip of the week is relating to road rage. <laughs> well, we, do, we seem to be doing a lot more travelling. We seem to be, I seem to be spending a hell of a lot more on the road, uh, uh, and and the, the the team have also been reporting a lot. Uh, of traffic incidents, uh, particularly over the last week, and I, I myself have uh, have encountered um, because I've, I'm spending a lot more time on the road, and and, and everybody's back uh, from the holidays and back at school. You know, uh, you know, little Johnny and little yeah, you know, little Mary uh, can't catch a bus anymore. They need to get picked up by mummy and daddy because they can't they can't catch a bus or walk home. Uh, and, and which which puts a huge burden on travel, and people are just on the edge, and there's a lot of road rage out there. So I just say to our viewers, our followers, you know, be careful out there. Uh, you know, slow down a little bit. Uh, you know, there's a lot of tailgating going on, uh, and, and there's a lot of uh, anxious people. <laughs> Strangely enough, the uh, last week the. The, the 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 craziest moments that I've experienced last week was going into car parks and having to having to fight, uh, you, know, uh, you know, people uh, predominantly uh, you know ladies of all ages, you know, uh, for for car spots. <laughs> it's crazy. Can you you almost got <laughs> you almost got to take a helmet, a helmet and a baseball bat when you go into when you go into a car park. It's crazy stuff. Yeah, absolutely it is. And um, yes, yeah, some of my most interesting experiences have been in um, car parks in the around Sydney over the years when, um, you know, you sort of spend all of the um, all, all of the afternoons going around the car park trying to find a slot and then you see one and then somebody comes the other way and tries to <laughs> steal it, as it were. Yeah, it's 
Crazy, crazy, crazy. Well, we live in crazy times, Edwin, I'm, af I'm afraid. And I don't think anything is going to um, change uh, positively in the short term. But anyway, we'll be back next week to um, uh, give everybody a bit of a rundown as to what's going on in the property market. Appreciate your insights today, as always. And I uh, hope you have a good week and um, keep out of the way of um, the baseballs. <laughs> keep out of the way of the, the crazy drivers of car parks that that they can't afford the can't afford to turn the air conditioning on at home, so they go into the shopping centres to just sit there. That's what it is, and puts more more cars on the road. Crazy times ahead. Well, I said, see you next week. I'll, I'll say to you, mate, and see you tomorrow, because it seems like uh, you know it was only yesterday that we had the last round. <laughs> yeah, it it's almost it feels as though the, the Mondays are folded together, right? So they keep coming around every, every day. But we, we'll be back. <laughs> See you later. All the best there, man. Ciao. Cheers.